Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. I am bringing back a guest who has been with us many times because we're almost at Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but we've almost over the years forgotten about how the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative came to be and the work that they do to help people in our community prevent breast cancer or get through it if they're diagnosed. Very happy to welcome back the founder and CEO of the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative, Andrea Ivory. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you too, Ellen. Thank you so very much for the opportunity. I always love talking to you because the work you do in our community is just phenomenal. I happen to actually see the video of your receiving the CNN Heroes Award. I guess it's about 10 years ago now. And I just was so in awe of you standing up next to and in front of all these famous people and speaking about what moves you. And it started with your own breast cancer diagnosis. So I know there are people who don't know the whole background. Would you mind telling us once again about your diagnosis, what you went through, and how that prompted you to form the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative? Sure. Thank you so very much again. Well, you know, our platform is disease prevention and early detection. And way back in 2004, I received a breast cancer diagnosis. And my breast cancer was detected at its earliest stage. And it was detected because I got my annual mammogram each year. Didn't miss it. So it was detected when it was most treatable and beatable. And right now, because of my diligence and practicing early detection and knowing, you know, it's also about health literacy, knowing where to go, when to go, why you're going. It's all encompassing everything about disease prevention and early detection and making it work for you. So now I'm going to celebrate 18 years breast cancer free. Bless you. Um, Thank you. Thank you because of that. But I always knew that my mission was not for me, but for other women. So throughout my treatment and recovery, I thought about those women who unfortunately didn't have the access or the knowledge or anything that I had. And so I had this epiphany to meet women where they live. And we started knocking on doors and we started way back in 2006. And we have been knocking on doors every year, 11,000 households every year in Miami-Dade, Broward and Palm Beach counties. I just want to repeat that 11,000 every year, over 120,000 at this point. Right. We were close to 140 prior to unfortunately, COVID. We had to reimagine service delivery. And our premise was always to meet people where they are. And so that population still needed our support. We targeted single family home neighborhoods with median incomes at 200 to 250% of the poverty level. We were looking for working class women who were falling through the cracks, you know, and so we knocked on their doors. We provided them with education. Then we had special screening and wellness days where we brought those services into the neighborhoods to break down 
every barrier possible, whether it's financial, transportation, time off work, childcare, bringing those services where the women live. And it went amazingly well. And after COVID, because we still had to reach those women, we developed a workplace wellness program. So now we go to their work site. You've been out there with us at Fresco Mas for National Pink Day to ensure that their associates have access. You know, it's all about breaking down barriers and the social determinants of health are just not financial. There's many barriers. So now we started breaking down barriers that way. And then we also want to prepare the next generation. We invest an incredible amount of resources in the minds of the next generation, but not in the bodies of the next generation. So now we target college students and we provide them with a virtual advocate program so that they can learn what they need to do to live disease deterrent lifestyle. So bringing heart disease into the program in 2013, because heart disease is the leading cause of death in both men and women. And both heart disease and breast cancer have shared risk factors. So it's all about, for us, disease prevention and early detection and meeting our target audiences where they live, where they work, and where they attend college. Now, I was at the National Pink Day, which is your summer breast cancer awareness event, and you had two mammogram vans out. I got my mammogram and was very happy to receive the letter that said, no problem, you're all clear. And literally, at least 100 women had mammograms that day and more signed up for future days with the partners, the hospitals that you work with on an ongoing basis. So that way you're able to continue to provide low and no cost mammograms. Who are some of these partners that you work with ongoing? We're so excited to have these amazing relationships in the community. We work with Jackson Health System. Baptist Health System, Mount Sinai, North Shore, Memorial Health Care System. We have amazing partnerships here in Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. And they just don't stop with the hospital systems. We have medical partners, community health support, Dr. Sabria Ishuf, Lux Medical Center. It just runs the gamut of these partners that ensure that all of our community has access to preventive screenings through our program. And their continued work with you is a testament to the value and the credibility of what you do, because organizations on that level are not going to partner with a nonprofit that doesn't come through and actually do what they say they're going to do. So obviously, your results are clear. And I really, I want to tell the story because I want to urge people to join us next week, September 25th on Sunday morning at Miami-Dade College North Campus for your sixth annual Pink Walk for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. How did things change over the course of the years as this walk progressed from being a little indoor event at a mall to being a huge (laughs) event at Miami-Dade College? We are forever grateful for our partnership with Aventura Mall. They care deeply about the community. And it was through that relationship that the Pink Walk was born. And yes, it was a mall walk. One of my favorite kind of walks, air conditioning and retail (laughs) therapy all at the same time. You know, but then again, you know, after year three and it really started to gain momentum, COVID hit and then the mall closed. 
and we had to take the walk virtual. And then after the virtual engagement, you know, working with our race director, he said, you should do an outdoor 5K walk and run. And that's when we called upon our long-term partner, Miami-Dade College, who has been our partner of ours since 2006. Right. And they're one Um, of the schools that you have the virtual program with, the advocate program. Yes, we do. We do. We have more than 10 colleges and universities throughout South Florida who actually send their students to this program. We hope that this will grow because that investment in the next generation is truly what's going to change the trajectory of health. It's not going to be one by one by one, just serving the population for today, but also investing in tomorrow. So we really want to make a difference. Well, there again, I can tell another story that showed the difference you make. At last year's Pink Walk, there were three students from Nova Southeastern University who came out to participate in the walk, but they had also planned a bike ride down the California coast, the Mm -hmm. entire coastline, all to benefit the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative, partially motivated because one of them had a grandmother who had breast cancer, but also because they found out what you do and how you do it, and it mattered to them to be part of the process and part of the solution by informing people all along the way as they made stops on this thousand-mile bike ride, bringing out the education that you provide when you do things. So now we're looking at next Sunday, September 25th, being at Miami-Dade College, the sixth annual Breast Cancer Pink Walk. And what can we expect this year? We are super excited because this year, not only will we have the walk, the run and virtual, you know, I would be remiss if I was to speak to your listening audience and not share with them. It doesn't matter where you are. As long as you can go outdoors, you can join us virtually, but we will have food trucks. I am so excited that Cox Media Group will be there and there will will be some. Yes, you will. Uh There's actually this year we're going to have your vans out there and your staff is going to be probably live streaming and Mm -hmm. it's going to be a very exciting day there. We have Steve Reason who will be there. He's our saxophonist and there will be music from DJ Mike. Misha's Cupcakes will be there. Stop by and get a Misha's Cupcake. Yay. (laughs) Yay. There's nothing wrong with a little cupcake. They've been with you throughout every walk. They have always been there. They're just wonderful. Yes, they have always been. Yes. And then we also have Macy's. You know, I'm big on retail therapy. So (laughs) there will be bringing the fashion truck out so you can come out and check out the latest fashions. And we're just really honored because our partnerships will be there with their tables for educational materials. We will also be there in full force. We're seeking the support of our community to purchase pre-sale vouchers for our specialty license plates. So you can put those plates on the back of your cars for disease prevention and early detection. It will be an exciting event. Constance Jones from NBC6 is our MC again, and we are so grateful to NBC6, of course, Cox Media for supporting this effort because it's important. You know, we spend an incredible amount of resources in treating illness. So we're so excited that everyone is getting behind disease prevention and early detection. 
We truly want everyone to live longer, healthier, and happier lives. Well, you are making that difference for so many women in the community. Um, I know that you have helped women who have been diagnosed with breast mm-hmm. cancer because they came out and got mammograms with you where they couldn't have afforded to do it otherwise. And as someone who has lived through the treatments and survived breast cancer, you've made it very, very clear, get your mammogram every year. For someone who has been diagnosed, what kind of message do you give them to help them get through the process? This is just a period in your life. You know, you will get through this. If you are detected early enough, you have done yourself a service by being diligent, following the doctor's instructions about getting screened. And once you get through this period, it's like life and light at the end of the tunnel. I just ask them, everyone who's gone through this, to be an advocate because someone else will come along and they will need to see you so that they can remember that this is just a period. And just like you got to the other side and you see the light at the end of the tunnel, I encourage everyone who's had breast cancer to be that light for someone else. It's amazing how you can make me smile talking about breast cancer and surviving it. (laughs) But but the way you describe that light at the end of the tunnel really is so encouraging and just gives so much hope. And we know statistically, early detection is absolutely the key to survival. You know, the survival rate is what, 95% now, 98%? 98% when detected at its earliest stage. The survivability is 98%. That's why we're out here pounding the pavements, going to offices, going to supermarkets, going to community centers. We'll be at Hollywood Kia in October. We're going to Aventura Mall in October. We're going everywhere. We want to meet people where they are to not only provide the message, bring the message, but provide the resources so that women and now also men can get their heart screenings. But we want to take the message to the people, take the resources to the people, break down every barrier that prohibits anyone from participating in disease prevention and early detection. Now, if someone can't make it to one of those days in October to get their screenings, they can call us. They can absolutely call us beyond going into the neighborhoods or at the workplace or on the college campuses, we realize that there are masses of people who we won't meet, but they can call us. If they call us at 305-825-4081, we have resources that we can share. And well, it's not just about sharing. We're like a concierge service. (laughs) We will take you step by step. We will arrange your appointments. We will do your follow-up calls. We will mail you a postcard every year that it's time to talk again or your birthday card because we want you to know that we're thinking about you. So we want to form relationships with everyone that we serve, not just for today, but also for a brighter tomorrow. You're like an angel watching over everyone in South Florida to make sure that they maintain their health. And while you're here, since you've done so much research on this and you deal with both breast cancer and heart disease, can you just give us a couple of tips on what are the best preventative behaviors that are relevant to both of those diseases? Thank you so much for this opportunity. Number one, we are what we eat. So we need to be mindful that we're consuming more fresh vegetables, more fresh fruits, 
reducing our sugar intake, so important. Number two, physical activity. It is important that you engage in physical activity. It is estimated if you do 150 minutes a week, if you break that down to five days, that's 30 minutes a day. You can break it down however you want. Physical activity, you don't have to go to a gym. So you have to, you know, change your dietary behaviors and, you know, have to engage in physical activity. Let's talk about getting screened at the proper intervals, get screened. Then also let's talk about what you shouldn't do. By all means, do not smoke. Smoking affects breast cancer and heart disease. It's a risk factor. Additionally, alcohol consumption is important that you be mindful of your alcohol consumption. I didn't say don't drink, but everything in moderation. Super, super, super important. So just those little things for both breast cancer and heart disease can make a big, big difference. Well, what you're doing is fabulous. If someone is ready to sign up now and maybe wants to invite some friends, whether they're here or not, that's what I did during COVID was I had cousins from different states and friends from different states and my sister, and we were all together on the phone walking virtually. (laughs) It was amazing. It was amazing. But if anyone wants to join us, please just visit thepinkwalk.com. Okay. You know, it's simple. It's easy. Just go to the website. You can register. And if you raise funds, we ask that you please help us by raising funds. If you raise $50, we'll get you a keychain. If you raise $100, you're going to get these cool sunglasses and $250. You're going to get this wonderful backpack and $500 or more. You're going to get a personalized tumbler. So we have great swag just to say thank you for, you know, raising funds for us. And also we will have swag there for the license plate. So please just come out and join us. Walk to change and save lives together. We can make a difference in transforming and saving lives. I just love that phrase. Together, we can make a difference in transforming and saving lives. That is why we want to get together next Sunday. 6 a.m. is registration at Miami-Dade College North Campus. We have all of the information on our event listing on our website. So just pop in there and you can even find the link where you can sign up online in advance or people can sign up on site, right? Yes. Right now it's $30 in advance. On the day of the event, it will be $35, but we encourage and you will get a T-shirt, you will get medals, there's cupcakes, there will be baked goods so much value in what we do for you joining us. And let me just say that walking or running, those are preventive strategies for both breast cancer and heart disease. So not only are you coming out to make a difference to help us raise critical funds to keep this life-saving work alive, you are also making a difference in your life. Literally taking steps to keep yourself healthy. There you go. I love love it. it. Yes, I will see you next Sunday at Miami-Dade College North Campus for The Pink Walk. Again, hosted by Miami-Dade and started by the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. Thepinkwalk.com is where you sign up. Your website, Andrea, for the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. Is FL, like the great state of Florida, Breast, B-R-E-A-S-T, health, H-E-A-L-T-H.com. That's F-L, breasthealth.com. All right. 
Andrea Ivory, founder and CEO of the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative, thank you for sharing your story. It makes a difference for other people to hear results like (laughs) being an 18-year survivor and taking that and turning it into something that helps other people. And I really hope that our audience will act on this outreach to support what you're doing because you're supporting our neighbors, our co-workers, our community members throughout the Tri-County area. I thank you for that. Thank you. For our next segment of Community Focus this morning, I'm so happy to welcome someone who we've missed a couple of years now during the pandemic, and she is back with us on the board of directors for the Safe Space Foundation and still a part-time North Miami Beach police officer in the Domestic Violence Division. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month coming up October. I'm very happy to welcome Cora Mann. How have you been? Hi, good morning. I've been fine. Thank you. And you, how have you been? I'm hanging in there. We made it through what was the worst of the pandemic, I hope. I don't know if we're quite back to normal, but we're getting there. We're getting there. But I wanted to talk to you about domestic violence and also about the 13th Annual Family Violence Awareness Walk. I kept hearing statistics about how there was this huge increase in domestic violence during the pandemic when everything was locked down for a number of reasons. You know, people stuck inside with each other and the tension, the stress of what's going to happen with my job? Will I have one? You know, what about my kids? What about my family? Are we going to be okay? So tensions were a lot higher and that translated to a greater amount of domestic violence. In your role with the NMBPD, what was your experience? Well, I'm glad you asked that. And the pandemic really took a toll with domestic violence because families were together 24 hours a day. Tensions were high because we did not know what tomorrow was going to bring. We had an increase on calls for services during the time for domestic violence. But unfortunately, our victims were afraid to leave their current situation to an unknown. Right. And it was more unknown than ever before because everything was an unknown every day. You are also and have been working with the Safe Space Foundation, which is the main organization in Miami-Dade County that handles domestic violence calls. Is that right? Well, what we do as a foundation, we assist Miami-Dade shelters. Our shelters in Miami-Dade are ran by Miami-Dade County. And what we do as a 501c3 component is to raise money, awareness, and funds about our shelters. So I've been sitting on the board of the foundation since um, 1995. Since I retired full-time from law enforcement in 2020, I now became an employee of the foundation. That's phenomenal. Um, Now we have you in two of the best places we could use you. (laughs) And and instead of retiring, you ended up with a job and a half. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I sure did. But it's important work that you do, and I know how well you do it. So now that you're working full time with Safe Space, you've been behind the scenes with the 13th Annual Family Violence Awareness Walk coming up on Saturday, October 1st. I'm curious about the change of the name of the walk over time, where it was called initially the Walk to End Domestic Violence, and now you've the verbiage is family violence. Is that also because of the pandemic? Did the dynamic change with the entire family, or what was the reasoning for changing the name? 
Well, we wanted to branch out wider with our domestic violence branch because when people think domestic violence, they always think about intimate partners. But family violence is also domestic violence, meaning the, the violence between my sister and I that live in the same home, brothers, children, mother and father. All of that is considered family violence. So we want to put the spotlight on the entire family. And Not this intimacy. Yeah, it's true. And how often do you find a case where if the mother, and it's usually the mother, sometimes the father, is being beaten by the spouse, the kids are likely at risk or have already also been victims. That is seen. true. And yes, ma'am. And then the kids start beating on each other. Oh, my gosh. Right. So let me ask you, how do they find you or how do you find them? Because it's not something people talk about. And again, it's something that, you know, a victim will try and hide with makeup or clothing or being locked in for two years, not seeing anyone except on Teams or Zoom where you can really kind of hide a lot. How do people finally get to you where either you're called out for the police, or you receive a call at the Safe Space Foundation? Well, you know, if there's an emergency, always call 911. Now it's mandated by the state that if a victim or a subject or anyone calls anyone reference domestic violence, that the officer have to offer them a safe environment. So by offering the victim a safe environment, they give them pamphlets now. And the pamphlets have our phone number on it for Safe Space Foundation, and also the 24-hour domestic violence hotline is on it. What is the 24-hour hotline? The DV hotline is 24 hours a day. Languages are also spoken and also you can do interpretation services. It's 800-799-7233. Okay, 800-799-7233. Toll-free hotline if you are or know someone who is being abused, call. No matter what the situation is, Safe Space Foundation is there to help you. And with this walk, this is how the foundation is going to raise the money to continue the services that help victims become survivors and escape an abusive relationship and help them find a new home, a new place to work and, you know, bring the kids along and get out and try to put an end to that cycle of violence. The walk, this is a six hour event. This is not just come and walk and then go home. You've got like a whole fiesta going on. Yes, we have a whole day of activities for the family. We include everything, food and entertainment, activities, community resources, and everything at our walk. We don't sell anything at the walk, okay? Everybody who's out there, they give donations. The food we provide are for free also. So come out, bring your family. Let's have a fun day, and let's educate the community. And we're really trying to work on the eradication of domestic violence. I love it. So who's going to be there in addition to the Safe Space Foundation? Will there be representatives from the county? Yes, uh, ma'am. We have four shelters, man. We have we have one in the north, one in the central Miami-Dade County. We have one in the Ranger, and we have one in Homestead. Okay, four locations. And when someone calls Safe Space, you refer them out to the one that would be nearest to them or safest for them? Well, what we do is they have to call what we call our Coordinated Victims Activist Center, right? The CVAC. And they call CVAC, which is 305-285-5900. And CVAC have a counsel that will speak to them. And then from that point on, they'll try to place them in whatever we have available. Great. But again, getting back to the walk, I know it's free admission. 
You don't have to pay anything to participate in the walk. You can choose to make a $25 donation or you can do this all-star donation, which you've done every year. And I love it because you've got the Miami Heat involved. Can you tell us what that all-star donation gets someone for $65? Wow, it's a great package. And $65 gives you a T-shirt. It gives you all the free information. You get out and come out and meet Barney. The ticket also buys you entry into the heat game. And it gives you an opportunity to do a shootout, a one-file shot live on the Miami Heat court following the game that we will be attending oh, to I, recognize safe space. There are going to be a lot, a lot of men trying to do that. I am Michael Jordan. I'm who needs LeBron. <laughs> right. Um, but this year we changed our location. When we first started the walk, our first walk was at the Amphitheater, Center of Gwen Mongolia's Amphitheater in North Miami Beach on 16501 Northeast 16th Avenue. And now we've brought it back there again because for the last three or four walks, we had it outside of the police station on 169th Street and Northeast 19th Avenue. So now we're all going back home. We're okay. going back to the amphitheater. Okay. Yeah. Gwen Margolis has been such a major figure in North Miami Beach for so long. She's just legendary. Yes, yeah. yeah. Then what is the difference in terms of how much fun people can have or where the walk will go in being four blocks, seven blocks away? Well, the amphitheater is a full center theater. And it gives us more opportunity to bring more people, to invite more people than just right here in the streets in front of the police department. Okay, that sounds great. Um, do you have a number of people you expect? Um, we're hoping the whole community will come out. You I know, love it. We, if you come out, we'll make provisions for you. There's never too many. We, we'll make it work. Okay. Now I have for the registration to register in advance, the website is 2022dvwalk dot easyregister.com. Can someone register day of? Yes, you can register day of. You can register on site. We will have people there with beautiful smiles on their face waiting for you to come. Okay, and we should be wearing purple, right? Well, if you don't have purple, we'll give you something purple. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so yes, put ma'am. that on your calendar now. We're in walk season and there's a lot coming up, but this is a really fun day for a serious cause, the 13th Annual Family Violence Awareness Walk, Saturday, October 1st, starting at 8 a.m. at Gwen Margolis Amphitheater in North Miami Beach, benefiting the Safe Space Foundation. And this is where people who want to escape abusive relationships turn to get a safe, literally a safe space. Cora Mann on the board of directors at Safe Space Foundation and also a North Miami Beach police officer specializing in domestic violence. I would love to have you back again to talk more about what Safe Space does and what people can expect of the services. If you can find time during Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I'd love to talk to you again. Oh, I'm looking forward to speaking to you again. I will make time because this is a very important cause. Thank you so much. And again, very important. if anyone wants more information about the walk, not only can you go to 2022dvwalk.easyregister.com, you'll find the event on our website as well. Cora, I always love talking to you. Thank you for being someone who watches over our community with so much love and passion the way that you do. Appreciate it. And I appreciate you too. Thank you so much, ma'am, for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E, at cmg.com. 
Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus and have a wonderful day. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.